Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between to the Davies McKernan Report Week 11 here on Quad Radio, your voice at GAC. I'm Hunter McKernan here, the sports editor of the, of the Quad, the student newspaper at GAC, alongside me, my colleague, William Davies, the sports writer for the Quad. Davies, hit us with on tap today. Hi, right, y'all. This is what we got on tap. Yeah, the student family center stereotypes. Y'all love the stereotypes Can't around wait. campus, yep. so we're going to hit you with that. Then you're going to have Davies Dirty Deets. Got some good stuff. Jack's gonna come in, everyone's favorite movie expert. Chris, foot, Chris Sharp's gonna come in for our little GAC football playoffs. And then Hunter McKernan's music moment. Yes. So, first heart. Got Student Family Center stereotypes. Tell us about that. So, Student Family Center came to our mind when we were sitting in, in there for Grandparents Day. And then all of a sudden, they hit us with the, uh, the fact that the Student Family Center one of the gems of the GAC campus is getting completely re- redone, ripped apart and redone, yeah. which is just a huge story. If you want more on that, go on the SpartanSpirit.com, read more about the story. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about uh, the stereotypes of the Spartan store, the Student Family Center, kids running around. It's just a bustling place. It's louder than Miley Cyrus's eyebrows, okay? Oh, so we're baby. in here. We're flying. People are flying around. What's the first stereotype in this Student Family Center? All right, first... We have the wolf pack. Oh. Okay. This is you walk in. There's a group of junior high boys who don't really know what to do in the morning. They're all sitting in a corner eating their chicken biscuits. Oh, always. And they're just no good. They're just looking around. They look like they have no... They, they're just looking for something to happen. They're just snickering. They're they just, seem snickering. They're just waiting for something. Yes, exactly. They don't right. know who they are. Next, we got the high roller. And this is the oh. person who comes in 7.30 in the morning. Pretty, pretty basic time to get breakfast. And they just get themselves a nice five-star meal from the Ritz-Carlton in the Spartan store. They go in, they get their chicken biscuit, they get some chips for some reason, a Coke, they get a water as well, they get candy, Mentos, and Tic Tacs to wash it all down. And they pay with all this. They got so much, they need a bag to carry their whole food out. And I mean, hey, I'm a big boy, okay? I eat a lot too. But really, is it necessary to get chips Coke and water and candy at 7 in the morning? I don't really think so. Next is the factory person, or excuse me, the factory worker. (laughs) This is a person who's just wearing out the microwave. (laughs) Like, they stick their muffin in the microwave. They're nuking. Then they stick some some random thing in the microwave. Then they get their coffee. They're just... They're honestly like just wearing out every single yes. item that is made in a factory in there. Exactly. Nuking it to its maximum capacity. Next, we got Mr. Rags. And this is just the person. I've been this person many times, too. too. You come flying in the Spartan store. It's 730 or even sometimes 745, and you have gym shorts on, yeah. and you forgot. You don't. You couldn't find uniform shorts this morning. You need to go buy a pair. So they're flying around the back trying to figure out which pair fits best. I actually saw a group of the exchange students came flying in, and I was just looking for my uniform pants. There about four from the back, just like scouring through trying to figure <laughs> it out. And I was like, oh, man, been there, done that. Next is the parent. I don't, oh. And they usually show up in the mornings or the afternoons. Yes. And they come in, and they buy something for their kid or put money on an account. And they are literally using their credit card, which is taking a long time because they have to write everything out. And then they're starting to ask questions oh, to the, the, the workers there. And you're just you're just the line. They're taking up a line. <laughs> and so you just want them to leave so you know the, the flow will just get better. And they're just not there. They're like, oh my gosh, how much are those sweatshirts? And what about those new jackets? And can I put money on my son's account? Oh. Here's my credit card. Oh, I need to sign? Oh, like that That person. is exactly what it is, and that is probably one of my least favorite people. 
Uh, next we got Willy Wonka, and this is uh, this is just just a man with the big purple hat who comes flying in the store, and he thinks this place is just a candy factory. He comes over to the stand, he gets himself a Snickers, mm-hmm. two boxes of Sour Patch Skittles, you name it, he's got it all, and that is definitely just that it has to be called Willy Wonka. The one-liners. There are kids who literally, like, stand in one line, and it is all the way to the drink, like, refrigerator, when there's, like, two other lines with, like, four kids. Like, these are the people who are too lazy to move, like, through a line to get to a better line where, like, the grass is green. Oh, exactly. Okay? So those are the one-liners. The kids who literally stand in a line that is just years long. Exactly. And next we got the flash flood. And this is just that. If you've ever seen a tidal wave or a type of tsunami, you understand completely this is a perfect comparison of the of the releasing of people into the Spartan store. No. They hold the line up and they release it. It's like a shotgun start. They release it at certain times because if everybody goes in there once, the whole store is going to just collapse. Exactly. So... But they release it, and literally there's like fi- – they're supposed to release 15, but kids are trying to slide by his arm, the guy's arm who's trying to stop him. People are pushing through the line. It's just chaotic, very chaotic. Next we have the freshmen. <coughs> These are the kids who haven't really acquired a spot on campus yet to hang out, <laughs> so they don't really know where they're going. And uh, we were – I mean – I've been there. We were that – I was people. there for most I mean, of the That was us. Too. We would go to the Spartan store, and we'd just sit there. Because we don't, because we have to wait for our parents. We got here early or yes. whatever. So you just stand in the sponsor awkwardly, and like you have nowhere to go, and it's just, I mean, that's just a freshman. That's I mean, just it's a freshman even, thing to it's do. It's not even like a roast. It's yes. just reality. Like it's everybody's it's gonna do it. Everybody's gonna do it. It's just a freshman activity to do. Next, we got the retail shopper, and this is the person who's not there. Sometimes their parents, sometimes they're not. They're usually a person who's walking around in the store. Not kids will usually go in there to get their candy, their food, their uniform. This is the person who's looking at like the, Vera, just the, the Vera, random stuff, just the Vera Bradley bags in the back and candles, those and random festive, pumpkins, the, the festive holiday season stuff, and they're usually just shopping like it's just a Macy's walking around the store. Next is Mr. Moneybags. <laughs> I don't know what, but like it's usually like a junior high kid. He'll come up to the counter and he doesn't use this count. They'll say like dollar twenty five, and he pulls out just a wad of cash <laughs> from his back pocket, and then somehow he has like three quarters for yes, seventy five cents. Yes, six. exactly. So they say like three seventy five, and he pulls out like probably ten one dollar bills. <laughs> she like hands it over, and then gives the seventy five seventy five cents like it's nothing. And they end up giving him like half the money back oh, because yeah. he overcalculated. Um, next we got the accountant and this is, this is me. This is everybody. This is, this is, um, I mean, I've used the account. I use my card now, but usually I'm the accountant. It's the person who goes in there and every day is just demolishing this account. And they are just every day they're S2992. Thank you. And they walk out. But the thing is, is these new students come in like me, freshman year, new student. Oh, where's hey, it out? My account. It's endless. I I'm, it's never gonna end. My mom put a hundred dollars on here. I'd go in here every day. Two days later, I'm I'm three deep. I'm three dollars deep in my account, and I've got I've got the the Spartan store gang coming after me because they want my head because I'm in the hole three dollars. So what do we got next? Yeah, the walk of shame. This is my favorite. I've been here. Oh, before. I've been here before too. But I usually get out by using my brother or sister's account. But anyway. You walk up to the counter. The, this kid walks up. He's got like three chicken biscuits, two things of nerds, <laughs> like four airheads, and he's like, "Yeah." He's he's like just shooting the bull with his buddies. They're cracking jokes. <laughs> Shows him the thing. He gives him an account like he opens the place, and then they go. And they go, "Oh, 
sorry, no more money left. And the kid's face goes from like this funny smile to a shock. And like oh, a yeah. disbelief. He makes and, him check it like four times. Oh, and then he grabs his stuff, puts it in his hands like a football. Like he's carrying a baby. Okay? And then puts it back and walks slowly walks back to slowly put everything back. back. Just oh. a terrible feeling, man. Just an awful... That is, I, oh. I, I, that's, that's probably the worst feeling. But the thing is, whenever I see somebody doing that now, it's like, whatever, you know. Yeah. You, it happens. Um, next person is the gamer. And um, this is a great, great person because this is just – it's just unique to GAC. Yeah. You, you go into the Spartan store and most school stores, if they have a school store, it's just, you know, candy bar here, candy bar there, maybe a few books. We got Xbox and Beats and all your gaming accessories in the Spartan store. Exactly. And this is the person who goes in there and is just taking advantage of that and buying it. Actually, they bought a PS4, you know, new release of PS4. The Spartan store manager bought one PS4 and one controller just to see what happened. Told my small group about it, and next period, I see him walking out with a big old PS4 swung up on his shoulder. How, wait, wait how, first of all, how he got that? Like, how <laughs> he, he got showed me the, the receipt. Three hundred ninety-nine dollars. I'm just really confused. And Ninety-nine on how he got cents. I'm just really confused on how he got the money. And it was ridiculous because I saw him carrying it out like a case of water, just <laughs> coming out of the store with it on his shoulder. All right, and what's the last one? All right, this is kind of a personal story. It's called uh, arena football. <laughs> so we're, uh, we, ha- we have to work out in the morning, so we go to the Spartan store, and all of a sudden, see a football just chucked across, oh, yeah, yeah. across the Spartan store. I go, what is going on? First of all, if, if things couldn't get any weirder if football going on, the kid trying to catch the football has his arms in his T-shirt like a T-Rex. <laughs> so the ball is just hitting him. like I, I don't even know, but like the ball is hitting him in the hands like a stone hands, but his arms are short. And there were, like, three teachers looking at him. And, like, it was like nothing was happening. No, it was like, like a normal day. It's like throwing a football across his mind. It seemed like me and you were the only ones who thought that something was out of the ordinary. Yes. All right. Well, that wraps up the old uh, Spartan store, student family center uh, stereotypes. Glad you guys enjoyed that. We got more coming at you on the DMR episode 11 coming soon. All right. Welcome back, DMR listeners. Some am Hunter and Davies here again. Uh, just get back from a great Thanksgiving lunch provided by the Sage Lunch Program. I'm going to go ahead and give them a shout-out for that. Definitely mm-hmm. definitely matched up to last year. So we're going to go ahead and transition here into Davey's Dirty Deeds, a little triple D action here. Um, got a good story this week on Jameis Winston, right, Davies? Yeah, famous Jameis. Um, Davey's Dirty Deeds, we got the you know dirty information in America sports. And this one is famous Jameis, the quarterback of the, uh, tel- uh, the Florida State Seminoles, also a baseball star there. And there are allegations that have come out this week um, about a sexual assault, um, possible. No charges have been filed, of course. It's a very broad story. There's not a lot of details. It's kind of like shifting back and forth, so it's nothing major. But um, I just think it's interesting how the event happened last February. And now that, you know, Famous Jameis is a Heisman candidate and um, his team's doing really good that these allegations are coming out right now. There's a lot of back-and-forth action going on in the media, so there's nothing... Um, concrete and detailed, but just that's something to look out for this week when it comes to just dirty details, something to look into, um, something that will be developing over, over time. So check out, uh, keep your eyes and ears open for the Jameis Winston sexual or alleged sexual assault um, case that is going down in Tallahassee. So that's what we got for Davy's Dirty Deeds. Davy's Dirty Deeds this week. All right, folks, we got uh, our resident movie expert, everyone's favorite uncle here, Jack Hackett. Uh, he's going to be giving us some movies. Took a break last week, but he's back. Jack, what are we doing this week? Boys, I've got a, got a new little countdown for you, kind of a different subject. I've got your top five 
uh, movies based in the South. Just, you know, we all love Dixie here, obviously. Oh, of course. Um, it's just good. Not like, not any specific genre. Just kind of good, kind of uh, coming-of-age stories, you know. Um, number five, we've got Big Fish. Big Fish is a good movie that we saw in Bible. You get to watch in Bible next year. Okay. It's just a good movie about, like, uh, like Southern storytelling. Just oh, that's cool. an old man cool. who kind of fibs all these stories, but he's still a good storyteller. Um, number four, we've got Dazed and Confused. Uh, it uh, takes yeah. place in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a bunch of teenagers, and it's just a good re- representation of te- of seniors in high school. Um, we got Driving Miss Daisy, an absolute classic. Morgan Freeman, the man, this is based in Atlanta, Georgia, about like a racist old white woman who hires this man, how they become like best friends. You know, two opposite people become best friends. Number two, we got one of my favorite movies, uh, Django Unchained. Obviously, oh. this takes place in the South. Just a good, you know, Calvin Candy, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's a great character. Um, and then number one, the, I, what I think the best movie based in the South is, is Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's Re- always a classic. Green, Greenville, Alabama, fictional place. But just about for, you know, he just... Tom Hanks. Never fails to bring tears to my eyes. Just represents the South really, really well. People like to hate, you know, think everyone's dumb, but Forrest Gump just shows a real, exactly. true Southern. All right, appreciate Jack. Always good stuff from you. Thanks, man. No problem. All right, we're here back on DMAR, and we got resident football expert Chris Sharp here. Going to hit us with the big game, the biggest game tomorrow. Calhoun, GAC at Calhoun. What's going on with that, Chris? Yeah, this is where it gets serious, ladies and gentlemen. The playoffs, round two playoffs. at Calhoun. Calhoun was 10-1 of the season. They beat Manchester 42-9 to last week at Calhoun, so they're a pretty solid team this year. They uh, lost to Jefferson in the state title game last year, so they're a pretty veteran team. But uh, I could list off a bunch of stats about Calhoun, who's their best player here, who's the best player there. But really, it just kind of come down. It comes down to us, honestly, what we do. Like um, on the O line last, I guess Love It. That was our best competition of the year. They kind of blitzed like crazy. We really didn't know what was going on, kind of. And I've heard that from several players. It was just a great scheme by the uh, Love It team. But so against Calhoun, we just kind of got to stick to our guns and not turn the ball over. Like if we can keep the ball, run the ball, then go off play action, and we'll be yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be anyone. And our defense is way better than it was last year. Now last year's defense was solid, but this year's defense is just they're lights out. They're like, they're hitting people. They're just rocking heads and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're really good. And I feel like we play our game and just keep in the moment. Because last year in the Final Four versus uh, Jefferson, actually, we were in that game. We just turned the ball right. over. And, like, exactly. it, yeah, we were, it was a shootout, but we were in that game. This year our defense is good enough to stop shootouts, and our offense is still pro- prolific enough to put up a bunch of points. Exactly. So if GAC sticks to their guns and keeps doing what they're doing and just executes, execution is the key, right. then I feel like the Spartans should be able to do well on Friday night. Right. Well, great points here from Chris Sharp. You heard it yourself. Come see it tomorrow at Calhoun, GAC Calhoun, second round of the playoffs. There is a fan bus. Right, there's a fan, Sign bus. The fan bus. Sign up for the fan bus. Need at least 30 people to go, but I guarantee you'll have more than that. Thank you so much for coming out, Chris. Chris. No problem. We'll see you again. All right, it's that time of the week. It's Hunter's Music Moment. For all you people out here, listen, so I can be a hipster artist this week. He's going to be talking <laughs> about the classics, so he's saving you. All right. So, Hunter, so what are we doing? What are always doing? people are saying all the time, Man, like I need this. Like I love this new song, or I love this new artist. And I mean, that's definitely always that's me too as well. I'm always about the new stuff, trying to get it before everybody else. 
But the thing is, if you're going to be a good music enthusiast or a good music like lover, mm-hmm. you always have to respect the classics. I don't care if you're dubstep guy yeah. or I don't care if you're the biggest alternative fan on the planet. You have to respect the classics. So I'm just going to give you a quick – but the thing is, is I before I even looked at the classics, I always thought, oh, it's too old for me. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to be able to like it. Um, but you just have to give it a chance. Uh, like – for instance, I'm gonna go ahead and run through just some decades. The '70s, you got the Who, and they just have some great songs. That, I mean, I that compared to the kind of genre that have just peeled off of this, like Pinball Wizard stuff, like this. I have the uh, I have one of their records, and I just listen all the time, and it makes you feel like I mean, makes you feel like you're in the '70s, but also makes you feel like wow, man, look at the way that music has transformed since the '70s. Jimi Hendrix as well was in the '70s. He was a great um, rock artist. He was like '60s, '70s ish. Um, he, you know, that's what I'm talking about. It's just, he, they defined what we have created our rock as today. So you move into the eighties, you get Queen, Def Leppard, Van Halen, Van Halen, one of the hardest rock stars of all time. I don't think, I don't think anybody will compare to how hard he rocks an eruption. That solo in there is just screaming guitar. Um, Def Leppard, same deal. You just can't compare. Like even though people are gonna rock really hard nowadays, you can't compare it to just the the meanness of their screaming guitars. In the '90s, you got Nirvana. The Chili Peppers started to take off. These are artists that we still listen to today and are mm-hmm. still making it today as Nirvana and Chili Peppers. And that's the thing. And I feel like it's slowly moving back a decade at a time. Before in the like back when I was younger, I was listening to all rap, listening to nothing else. Now we're moving back. Nirvana's becoming big. Chili Peppers, you can't ask one person and, and say, hey, man, you like the Chili Peppers? No, nah, man, I don't like them. Everybody loves the Chili Peppers. Everybody loves Nirvana. So you just got to – I feel like everybody's slowly moving back in time, and I feel like everybody will start to respect the classics more and more nowadays. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my review on the music moment this week, and thanks for tuning in. All right, DMR listeners, this is bringing week 11 to a close here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much again for all your love and support on uh, Twitter. And uh, thanks for so much for all your feedback. I love just getting feedback, comments, you know, make this short, make this longer. Please, please, please keep helping us to make this better and better. Um, thank you so much for that. All right, guys. Uh, shout out to Chris Sharp for joining us. Godfrey Torrance, of course, for doing our technical engineering. Cameron Norton, who can't be here, but uh, picks the songs. And Jack Hackett, of course. And our wonderful uh, advisor, Jeremy Beecham. Can't do it without y'all, guys. Appreciate it. And remember, it's a great day to be a Spartan.